Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 14th of the month of June, 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know. Let's just say about the markets today. I'm Nadine Blaney. Nice to be with you again. And I'm here with uh, David Scott. The battle of the jet-lagged anchors. Uh, yeah. I think you're winning at the moment. I am winning at the moment. But look, how could I not have been enthralled with what I think is a day many will remember for the local market? Look, not necessarily for uh, good reasons. In fact, the S&P ASX 200 marked its worst day since March 27th, 2020. So you remember the depth of the pandemic. The S&P ASX 200 is now 12% lower than this year's peak. So it's correcting, isn't it? Mm. All happening. And uh, that liquidity uh, unwind is uh, gathering pace and uh, recalibration of growth expectations is gathering pace, as is uh, expectations for policy tightening from central banks. It's interesting. Uh, I had a good chat with Martin Crabb from um, Sean Partners to end the day. Look, and it seemed to be consensus that there was a sense of Perhaps panic selling out there today, but not capitulation. What do you think? Oh, zero capitulation. The fact that we uh, finished well off our lows tells me that uh, a lot of people are probably squaring up after some of the recent declines we've seen ahead of those key risk events. But uh, this is nothing like capitulation. Capitulation is when you look at people and uh, seasoned investors and you can almost see the fear in their eyes. And uh, yeah, I'm not seeing any of that. I'm not hearing any of that in the conversations right now. It's uh, all very measured at this stage. We did see shares right across Asia sliding. The safe haven US dollar hitting a near two-decade peak again. Uh, so we've got Wall Street confirming bear market territory for the S&P 500 through the overnight period. And look, yeah, it all comes down to inflation and rate expectations. Look, uh, many people that we spoke with today, I mean, 50 basis points, of course. Uh, but the conversation is more and more centering on 75 basis points coming through on Thursday from the U.S. Fed. Whatever. I mean, our chat with Richard Ditsenga, who's chief economist for ANZ here, saying whatever the central banks need to move expeditiously to get rates back to neutral or risk recession, and that includes here in Australia. Yeah, it's uh, a bit of damned if you do and damned if you don't. Uh, it's either you will take the, uh, the hard and fast option and uh, get it over and done with quickly or drag it out. Uh, there seem to be the two options that are on the table at the moment. Neither particularly palatable out there at this stage, but I'll, I'll be stunned now if they don't go 75 basis points. You go back over the annals of time and you look at uh, know, what the Fed does relative to market pricing. Now, unless there's a corrective statement that comes out from a source uh, somewhere, uh, I, I reckon it's uh, almost done and dusted that 75 will be done come Thursday morning our time. Yeah, really, uh, really interesting to see. Look, we saw a lot of selling here in Australia 
on in, in the tech space, a lot of those high growth names. I mean, boy, if you're in BNPL still, if you're in Zipco still, and you've been in it for a while, gosh, I feel for you. Shares absolutely hammered today. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say anything other than to, uh, than that. It's been a pretty ugly ride. Uh, there was plenty of opportunities to go and get out uh, on the way down, uh, but if you're a true believer. Uh, it's become very costly. And you want a, a poster child of the recalibration of uh, economic conditions and recession risks and the like, then look no further than the buy now, pay later space because those business models, I, from day dot, thought they were going to be very, very vulnerable to, uh, to a change of uh, macro environment. And uh, we're seeing that play out right now. It was the worst performer on the 200. Misoblast, the second worst performer, did put out a litigation update. Uh, regarding the proceedings against it. It is down by close to 12%. Points bet, down by more than 11%. Monadelphus, you get the idea. Those are the worst performers on the 200. Uh, the best performers, and there were a few that uh, traded into positive territory by the end of the session. Uh, computer share amongst them, Domino's Pizza, West Gold. It was out with the production update for May, and uh, they all ended into positive territory. But look, I'm not you know, I'm not going to pretend it was a good day by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, as we're recording, just after market close, we're watching U.S. crude futures rising further, up by more than 1%. And in a bit of breaking news coming from APRA, we do have uh, new requirements for that have been finalized under its macroprudential policy framework. So new requirements in terms of Bank lending, uh, banks will need to have systems to limit growth and higher risk rent residential mortgage lending. Um, those changes take effect from September of this year. It says that it is really going to be monitoring closely housing lending risks to ensure that uh, risks remain within its appetite. Um, and I only bring that up. Obviously, I haven't had time to read the whole report. Um, but if you take a look at some of the sectors that really suffered today, I mean, banks, yes, off the lows of the day, but pretty uh, dismal performance coming through from the big banks, even as uh, we see interest rates rise with further expectations of, of rate. I mean, I thought net interest margins would be going really well. You know, that was the that was the thesis yeah. a few months ago. But then uh, CBA went and started lifting its uh, at-call variable deposit rates. And uh, then everyone was talking about... they would. Yeah, margin, uh, margins getting crushed. And then you go and throw into the mix uh, provisions for bad and dapple debts down the line. Uh, that 2.5% uh, no, buffer that all new uh, lenders were having their, uh, their loan assessment applied against and uh, now 300 basis points since uh, changes were put in by APRA. Um, I dare say a few people, a few market participants are a little bit uh, squirmish as to how well tracked those, uh, those were because uh, clearly uh, people are concerned about what could potentially happen in the housing market and then beyond that in, uh, in the debt markets. All right, so on our worst day in more than two years, we asked our experts on the call today, a little bit different, for a buy, hold, and a sell to help manage your portfolio. So taking a holistic view at a portfolio because, yeah, some are already talking about potential opportunities in the market. Amongst them, Joel Fleming, who joined us from the uh, UBS Europe Microcap Fund, and that's uh, available via show note. But, you know, you've got to sell something sometimes to have the cash to then deploy if we do see opportunities rising. So anyways, Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool, Chris Conway from Marcus Today. Listen in for their buy, hold, and sell. Buy for me was Wally 
uh, energy and uh, materials have been the places to hide, uh, if you will, or play even and make some money out of them. Woolies is uh, obviously in the energy space or tied to the energy price. Oil is still at $120 a barrel, so I think there's still some um, perhaps juice in that trade. The hold was CBA. Uh, again, it depends on what type of investor you are, but if you're a long-term income investor, I, I don't think you sell this one on, you know, it has been a fairly brutal uh, week or so for the banks, but I don't think you sell it. And of course, the dividend is coming up. And then the sell was Breville Group, and that is the con- in the consumer discretionary space. I'm going to go for technology one as the buy. Um, it's a really, really high quality niche provider of IT services. Uh, but if you get a chance to buy that one when it's on special, I think it's a really good business to buy. It's one you really want to kind of grab and, and, and run with. So technology one for me, TNE is the code. The hold for me is corporate travel management. I own shares in this one. Um, it's been a recommendation of ours for a long time. It's done really well. When it comes to sales, now, this one could go higher because it's, it's largely a sentiment stock. You look at the PE on this one, um, there's a lot expected of it. So maybe it continues to do well just because that sentiment remains high. If the sentiment does turn though, there's a lot of downside risk for Prometicus. If I owned it, I would be selling it now, taking the money saying, thank you very much. Okay, so that is the abbreviated version of a buy, hold, sell from those two expert guests. You can listen to the call in its entirety if you'd like to get more detail on that. Uh, hey, Scotty, just um, focusing in on the Australian economy for a moment. We had a couple of reads out today, Consumer Confidence, NAB Business Survey. What to make of them? Things are pretty strong still out there. And inflationary pressures are still persistent and you could probably say arguably building as well. So onwards and upwards for the RBA cash rate. And uh, we'll see where we go from here. But uh, coming from such a laggard response and a long way back and playing catch up uh, increases the risk of a policy mistake. And that's what my fear is at the moment. Policy mistake here in Australia. Yeah, I think it's... it's on, and uh, not just here, but I uh, know the Federal Reserve, other places, ECB. Uh, yeah, just too long in the tooth. Uh, kept the other uh, foot to the uh, to the floor when it came to stimulus for far too long. And uh, yeah, the, well, yeah, I mean, this and is this is what's happening because yeah. everybody's saying right now, you know, the Fed does not have our backs when it comes to uh, risky assets. And I always think, yeah, okay, get it, but you know, they they certainly weren't thinking of these consequences when this stimulus was just coming fast and furious for longer than it had been expected. You know, it's all well and and good to say that now. Well, we don't have your back, but boy, take some responsibility for for where we find ourselves too. Yeah, and that's, we're going to hear a lot of excuses over the next little bit. Uh, It was a gross miscalculation and a gross underestimation of what, what was going on with the demand side of the equation just to go and fit with that uh, transitory narrative that kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed on us for so long. And I was banging the drum with it. Just had to go look outside and, and see clear evidence that people were out and wanted to go and spend and uh, no demand was picking up and just head in the sand kind of stuff. And uh, I, I really feel for a lot of people because a lot of individuals uh, and probably a lot of those people who are in the situation where they're going backwards now because inflation's so strong, I'm going to be at the forefront of I know what's looking like increasingly we'll see a recession yeah uh, but you know it's all uh, you know i get it they're policy makers but be careful what you wish for as well everybody wanted the stimulus you know everybody wanted uh all of the help and that's the thing is that i still think it's too early to write the history books as to you know the final judgment on how central banks acted because again we've never really lived through a period like this before in fact we haven't lived through a period like this before complicated by war complicated by climate change you know all the rest of it as well yeah there's lots of moving factors but the one thing to me that uh, just 
the initial response was bang on. It was exactly how it should have been. The only problem was that they persisted with it for about double the length of time that it was required. And that, to me, they started going down the path of you know, talking about uh, you know, inclusive employment goals and average inflation targeting, all these cute, you know, cutesy kind of stuff without actually sticking to what their mandate was. And this is what they're, the end is now. We're uh, talking about uh, you know, going to be supersized hikes, lots of tightening, and uh, look at the carnage in financial markets. Well, financial markets are reflective of what happens in the future in the real economy. And, uh, yeah, look what's going on right now. Yep. All right. Well, listen, um, we've got a lot coming up tomorrow, a lot to look forward to. Look, we'll kick it off with some market analysis with Steve Sosnick, one of our faves from Interactive Brokers in the United States. He always brings good perspective to the situation. Uh, look, one thing that I've been thinking about a lot today is the retail space here in Australia, given all what we've just been discussing there. And Baron Joey has put out research on the retailing space. It's part of their equity research deep dive and it's called Bracing for the Slowdown. So we'll be speaking with Tom Kirath. 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 Okay, Kirath. Thank you. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan in Canada. Tom Kirath, who will be telling us, uh, I guess, companies that he believes will outperform, underperform in this market. So really looking forward to that one. It happens, at, I think, around 10.20. Yeah, 10.20. Tim Tui from Yara Capital as well to talk us through the macro picture and what that will mean for investors going forward. And uh, the list is long. Mark Whitaker joins us from Investors Mutual for the small caps as well. Um, so look, anything could happen today. Uh, we've got U.S. futures currently higher, as I mentioned oil higher but we did see pressure coming through on metals here in the Asian session today uh, lots of nervous investors out there lots of pressure coming through on crypto lots of investors who've never lived through inflation never lived through a real a real uh, drawdown so yeah it's all live it is uh, be nimble out there don't panic uh, wait for the opportunity they will come and uh, you're going to get lots of opportunities over the next little bit. That's why you got to go and tune into Osby's each day. We can go and give you some of those opportunities. All right. Well, Scotty, hope you have a good night. Hope you get some sleep. So do I. I hope you get some uh, some non-jet lag impacted uh, no, <laughs> Zeds as well. Thanks. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 